Welcome back for another episode of More to the Story. I think I'm just going to start making episode a word. Yeah. Because I guys accidentally are. say it. You say it. You talk like most... me. You drunk. Okay, well, let's not get, <laughs> let's not get crazy. You're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm to hear more. Welcome back more. to More to the Story. Nick, I'm about to suck your ass out. <laughs> you know I hate that. That's why you flinched. I didn't flinch. Punto, why, why you flinch? flinch? <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. Don't don't talk. Now, welcome to the To Hear More edition of More <laughs> to the Story. We about to have a ball in this bitch. Somebody say talk. my name. Nobody. Oh, you can't talk. Cam, don't say her motherfucking name either. We about to have a ball in this bitch. Let's talk about bad bitches. <laughs> All right, Farron, you can talk. Um, okay, so what does my wanna say? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um exciting. I'm excited. Good. Um so jumping right into it. I have a DM. It looks like a text uh that someone shared. Damn it, Farron. There we go. Uh just <laughs> Just just of, of someone not picking up hints. What's her name? Aja. Aja shared this. So thank you, Aja, for mm-hmm. sharing this. Um, so I guess it's uh, another level to the text where, um, you know, she was asked what she was doing. She said she was cleaning. Right. And so um, this person responds, would love to come and clean for you. This way you can relax and enjoy your shows. Oh, snap. Right. Starts off nice, right? Legit. So, what, what are you doing? Like, I was like, you forgot to bring the thing. No, I was just looking for a place uh, so I, I could re- yeah. Last time you had a. I didn't bring the tripod yet. Go That's ahead. the name of it, tripod. Um, anyway, so she responds, LOL, no, I think I got it tonight, but that's an intriguing offer. So then, this one, it goes a bit too far. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you ever need it, just let me know. With the cleaning service, you get a full body massage head to toe. Oh, snap. He's trying to clean more than the house. (laughs) (laughs) So then he goes on to say, it all starts with a hot shower where all your muscles relax. Then you come lay down and rub some warm oil on you while massaging your entire body. Then I'll kiss you, and I'll show my lips to every inch of you, all while caressing you. Then, dot, 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 to be continued. Oh, wow. So she didn't respond because it got awkward. Yeah. Um, And some days later, he's like, hello, stranger. <laughs> and then more <laughs> days later, my offer is still standing, you know, LOL. And I just hope these are, like, good examples of what not to do. That's discomforting. Oh, yeah, for sure. To jump straight to to that. For for the um, first time, too? For a, a lot of women. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's His... not even funny in the moment until, like, a long time later when you're, you know, you're you're able to re- to relax about it and shake off the grossness. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, <laughs> but it's very. Here's the thing. A lot of guys not making excuses for them by any shape, form, or fashion mm-hmm. don't know how to flirt. They, they've yeah. never learned. They see what they've seen on TV or guys picking up women in bars and clubs and mm-hmm. buying the drink works. And then they hear rappers and they don't have uncles or dad that taught them how to have a conversation with a woman. Their mm-hmm. uncles are always referring to women as bitches, man. Oh, easy, all of this type of stuff. And you mm-hmm. don't know how to finesse, not in a scheme way. But finesse a situation to make yourself look good in a sense of like, throw on a nice shirt, throw on some nice shoes, some nice jeans, like get to know a person. Even if you're via text, you can get to know a person before you just be like, by the way, this dick. <laughs> <laughs> and also, right. mouth yes. on your vagina. How yeah. about it? Hmm? Yeah. So, like, a lot of guys don't know. And I feel like yeah. this year off mm-hmm. has only perpetuated that spiraling cycle mm-hmm. of communication and a breakdown of thereof. So yeah. it's it's unfortunate. But then there's also the women that that works on. There are women that respond to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that also goes to, you know, I mean, 
our mamas and daddies are, you know, it's their business to like keep us safe and mm-hmm. keep us, you know, away from sex. And so we don't know, even as women, we don't know how to respond in these situations or even to pivot them. Right. So that because, you know, there's there's some things that she she could have replied with to pivot it. Yes. To let him know, like, yo, wrong energy. Absolutely. But. I want to keep talking to you, but not yeah. not going down this lane. But we don't know how to address that. And so it's like, I'm I just know, not going to say anything, and he'll get the hint, and he'll go away. Right. I know it's even harder in public, mm-hmm. in person, rather, because guys have shown that they don't know how to take rejection. Mm-hmm. But I think over the phone, via text, there is there's ample time and area for you to address that at that moment. Because if you, like, hope it's going to go away, you don't know what type of person you're dealing with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... If they show you crazy right out the gate, then at least you know now, yeah. block, let me write this person's name down just mm-hmm. in case some crazy shit happens. But, yeah. you know, I think that's the perfect place for you to check. But, like, nah, you can't approach me like that. Yeah. Because, I mean, in me, my immediate response would have been like, whoa, getting ahead of yourself. You coming over here to clean. I'm handing you a vacuum. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like just pivot the the situation. But so many of us just don't know how to do that. And... Uh, so we just re- we just remove ourselves. Like yeah. I saw um, in one uh, a past disturbing DM, like the chick just didn't respond, and the guy was just texting for like months and months. And Jesus. Months. But the somebody in the comments was like, "She the crazy one. She should have responded." I'm like, we don't know how sometimes. Yeah, I get that. Or it's like, is this responding going to cause like a whole kind of threatening back and forth? Yeah. So I'd rather just go silent. Mm-hmm. And ghost. Yeah. So. Ladies, what's how do you how do you want a guy to approach you for the ladies that are here and listening live and watching live? And fellas, how do you how do you shoot your shot like respectfully? And women, ladies, how do you guys want a, a man to approach you? Because I think when I approach you, I just was like, hey, what's up? I'm that nigger. <laughs> um, I don't know if you've every, heard about me. Every time you tell this story, it's different and more and more ridiculous. But I mean, that's pretty accurate. I was like, hey, what's up? I'm me. If you've seen me I perform mean, a couple times, you know I had I not crack. seen you perform at all. Okay, well, I, I had, had performed I had just a lot. Seen you around the around the campus, but I had not actually. Seen I dressed nice though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, yeah. I was like, yeah, so. you would call my eye, or whatever. <laughs> you got damn right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, guys, also like I think I think it's very important, guys. You have to understand, like in the world that we live in. I mean, even before the pandemic. You coming over a lady's house for the first time is already scary enough for them, especially if you guys haven't met prior to. Mm-hmm. You need to meet in a well-lit place. You always got to think about the safety and how comfortable uh, the lady is because she don't know you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she don't know what you're capable of. She don't know your history. She don't know your 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 relationship past or mm-hmm. if you're a violent type person, if you're quick to get angry. So you always have to think about that woman's comfortability level. Like yeah. nobody should just, no one should ever just invite you over their house late at night and you shouldn't want to go over to, you don't know if she's crazy. <laughs> Women be crazy Women as fuck, be crazy. bro. Women be, I, bitches, am I right? Listen, <laughs> I showed Farron a text message of a chick who tried to put me on blast on some crazy shit and came at me sideways, and then at the end of it was like, but anyway, I was like, do you see this? Do you see? Like, yo. Psycho. People be crazy, bro. So, like, yo, don't don't put yourself out there either because you don't know what you're getting yourself into. And even even if you go over there and they try to do something to you and you respond, if the cops come, they're going to take the woman's side more times than than not. Mm -hmm. So, don't put yourself in a in a situation where you have to be a victim or you have to protect yourself. Take it slow, man. Like I get it, sex is great, but I mean, y'all better start learning these motherfuckers first. <laughs> and 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 don't always invite somebody out for drinks because it's getting to a point now where, because of laws and the, the the way they have changed, a woman cannot consent to sex if she is under the influence. Mm-hmm. So you're inviting a woman out for drinks with hopes of taking her back to your place or her place to have sex. And if she wakes up in the morning and she realizes she made a mistake, she could say... Or she th- just doesn't remember. Or she doesn't remember... Anything. You like, could be held liable for that. Like, that's yeah. that's a real thing. Y'all better start going on coffee dates. And then she be like, <laughs> what the fuck? You cheap? Like, nah, bitch. I am trying to stay out of jail. Look. 
watch Law and Order SVU. Right, with the windows open learn, and the blinds up. To learn what not to do. Yeah, I'm t- straight up, man. Like, you, you better take your time. Don't be rushing that shit, man, because oh it's, it's, it's too much going on yes. right now, man. You got to protect your life, protect, protect your yourself. energy, and protect yourself, man. Stop Jesus. trying to invite people. Listen, man, you can have a great time on a coffee drink. I mean, a coffee date. Yeah, one of our first outings mm-hmm. was broad daylight, middle mm-hmm. of the day to a Starbucks. I didn't even drink coffee at the time. But yeah, to, to a Starbucks. Starbucks. And it was super chill. Yep. Like, yeah. Got to so, know her. I was like, okay, because you played me with that number bullshit. <laughs> so why do you bring this up? Because like, you hurt my done. feelings. You gave me a house phone. That's all I had. Nigga, you, you told- keep bringing it up hurts my feelings. You should have told me. I was poor. I needed help. <laughs> in despair. <laughs> you shut up. You shut up. And you just keep bringing up <laughs> just a very painful part of my life and <sighs> I need more support and understanding from you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you, baby. You hear me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but also shut up. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no respect. None. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah that that took kind of a serious turn because it just like I just felt her discomfort mm-hmm. in in that and just like nope I'm just bowing out I can't And let me this. say this I'm sorry I got to just touch on uh-huh. this Fellas if you see some bullshit going on I'm not telling you to be a hero and some shit like that but let your presence be known. Right. Let your presence be known when you see a nigga acting ridiculous. Like I, I keep thinking back on that video where those ladies were sitting at a table outside, and that dude walked up to them and got all angry and stuff like that, and then went back to his car to get a gun because they turned him down. Now I'm not saying in that situation, yo, block them from the bullet and shit like that. If you got that on your heart, then hey, bless you, brother. God has put you on this earth for a different reason. But they, he felt that he felt entitled because he thought no one would be there to like to protect them to stand mm-hmm. up for them and, and that happens a lot uh, am- amongst men mm-hmm. like you just feel like you can't t- tell your tell your bro to stop doing whatever dumb shit he's doing mm-hmm. and so your silence is compliance like, yeah yeah i don't you, you i don't get with that shit i don't like, hang with niggas that put their hand on you they not ladies? being the type to do what they're doing is not enough. You need to be like, yo, yeah. stop. No, no, you're this right. This ain't cool. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So th- and I will, I, will, I, will, I will definitely tell you why. I'm like, yo, what's up, man? I ain't heard from you in a while. Dude, you, I, can't, I can't get down with the fact that you hit your lady. Right. That's not cool. Mm-hmm. I can't tell her to leave, but I can tell you you need to stop, and I won't be a part of that. I grew mm-hmm, up watching mm-hmm, my mom mm-hmm. get beat, mm-hmm. literally. Watching my stepdad drag her, hit her, slap her, punch her, her two front teeth are missing Mm -hmm. because my stepdad smashed her face on the counter. So I despise men that put their hands on women. It is a special place in hell for them. Mm -hmm. I don't like them. And any opportunity to get, I get to let people know about that, I will, because that's, that's some weak shit to me. Yeah, That is some really, really weak shit. And I don't, I don't stand by idle and watch that shit happen in front of me. Don't do that shit in front of me because I'm going to definitely say something. Our neighbor, we've talked about this before. Oh, yeah. Before we moved, I heard our neighbors across the hall from us fighting. And I don't know if they was about to get it in or what because they were both naked when they started fighting. Mm-hmm. And I heard her scream. We watched TV. I turned everything off. And I walked outside, and the, the door was open. So the screen door was, you could see, I could see the screen door, and he was standing over her. He was talking calmly, but she was crying and screaming. And then I, I went and stood in front of that window because we had a big window in our front uh, front rooms. And I just stood there and by the patio so he would see I was there. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, that's cool, that's cool. Now I was like, yeah, that's cool. I'm just staying here. Because <laughs> if you put your hands on her, I'm, yeah. I'm coming in. As simple as that. Yeah. I don't give a fuck who you are. And they were cool up until that point. They had some, some twins and... With uh, big heads. With big ass. Very, oh, she used very to. Very big Farron fucking and this, and this, every time, every so often, Farron be like, oh, I think we want to have a baby and all that. I be like, no. Do you remember how we talk about other people's kids? Our kid going to be so fucked up. Oh, he's going to come out of fucking... He's going to be a fucking Chucky doll with a rhinoceros head. We could not have a kid the way Absolutely we talk about not. other people's kids. We be shit, shitting on people's Our babies. Our kid going to be walking around licking walls and mm-hmm. doing Knives, like we just we could not. No, we know <laughs> way better than, than that. Um, yes. So I like that you this actually pretty much pivoted pretty well into our topic for today. Yes. Um 
because, you know, you brought up your feels on, well, I, and I share the same sentiment, on um, domestic violence, period, mm-hmm. whether it's a man or a woman doing the, the beating, it's not okay. Right. Um, and uh, recently, our our close friend, Chris Brown, <laughs> he's not a close friend. Not guys. at all. Um, Chris Brown has ended up back in the news yeah. on um, some domestic violence issue, and it just got me to thinking of this whole cancel culture mm-hmm. and how it's how we're so on board with it with in some cases and so just mixed emotions on others and whether or not it's even vital if if it's even helping with social change right like how helpful is it actually so um in that also i was um prompted actually i started looking this up before the chris brown thing came up because i was I thought of it with Chrissy Teigen's story mm-hmm. as well, which is kind of snowballed and the same like old boy shot himself in the foot. Yeah, yeah he, like, he definitely did. Yeah, like he he looking hella dumb now. And now it's like, Chrissy, all is forgiven. Come back to us. Um, but so I looked up just like the, the pros and cons of the cancel culture. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to get into it. Britannica had a really good like, this is what's good about it, but then this is what's bad, and this is why. Mm-hmm. And so let's just dive in. Okay. Well, guys, the world is opening back up finally. But guess what? I still don't like going to the grocery store. That's right. I said it. I don't. But you know what I realized? I still got to eat. And that's why I rock with HelloFresh, because they get it right to my door, which is also why they're America's number one meal kit. Listen. I don't want to have to go and deal with the parking lots because everybody's back outside now and I got to circle around three times and end up parking on the street because of so many people or forget my reusable bags and have to run back. You know that awkward run where you were like you don't really want to. Well, I don't want to have to do all of that. The aisles are all crowded. Listen, HelloFresh comes right to your front door. Right to your front door. Do you understand what I'm saying? They cut all the stress Auto meal planning, I and the trips to the grocery store, so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes or less. That's me. That's what I need in my life, okay? You get to try HelloFresh quick and easy meals. These are 15 to 20 minute dinners, breakfast, on the go, and more. And listen, super easy. There's something for everyone to enjoy. With recipes designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritionist experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. That's me. Delicious and simplicity. Ah, that, that, that needs to be my tagline right there. So whether you have a busy lifestyle and don't have the time to go to the grocery store or you just despise going to the grocery store, the parking, the crowded aisles, the long checkouts, you need to abandon that way of thinking and that process and get with this HelloFresh. And listen, because you know I rock with y'all, I'm going to hook y'all up with up to 14 free meals and free shipping. How's that sound? Fantastic. I know it sounds fantastic. That's why I'm doing it for you. All you have to do is go to HelloFresh.com slash 14more. That's M-O-O-R-E. And use the promo code 14more for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. Listen, you heard right. Up to 14 meals. All you have to do is go to HelloFresh.com slash 14more and use the code 14more for up to 14 free meals plus Free shipping. You know that free shipping is a little cherry on top. Who don't like a little cherry on top? Listen, I encourage you guys to check this out right now. Do yourself a favor with some flavor. Get this HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. All right, go, go, ahead, go ahead with your little story. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, okay, we, we got... have Todd Davis. <sighs> I'm about to steal on you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Do your thing. Show, show. <laughs> is it? Um, Ladies and gentlemen, we got Todd Davis <laughs> in the house. Thank y'all so much. Round of applause. <laughs> Round of applause oh for Todd Davis, man. She's in the house. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, yeah, you want to tell a little bit, a little bit about who you are and and things and such. Sure. Uh, <laughs> hey y'all. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey y'all. Hey. Um, <laughs> Well, my name is Ty Davis. I'm a stand-up comedian, writer, uh, radio personality, actress, mm-hmm. and, you know, just out here 
you know, try and make it in stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what I be doing. Awesome. She from Baltimore, but she from the South, too, though. Oh, yeah. I'm from, I was born in North Carolina, Fayetteville, North Carolina, but... I've yeah. been in Baltimore, Maryland for like the past 20 years or so, and that's where I started comedy. So, Baltimore's home. DeVille. Yeah. Nice, nice. Vietnam. Vietnam and Bodymore Murderland. Like, wow. Wow. That is my history. All right. Yo, wow. that is. That's scary. That's extreme. That's, that's extreme. Yeah, so don't friend. play in my face. <laughs> Ooh. Behind the back is fine, but not in the face. You don't yeah. allow that shit at all. Yeah. That's where she draws the line. You know okay. what I mean? So let's go. We were getting into yes. culture, uh, cancel culture, mm-hmm. and um, the pros and the cons of it, correct? Yes. Okay. So, um, so. this first one, they also call it call-out culture. Mm-hmm. But like one of the pros is that um, it allows marginalized people to seek accountability mm-hmm. where the justice system fails them. Mm-hmm. Because somebody um, quoted that if we had a actual justice system then when cancel culture wouldn't even be needed basically that's mm. paraphrasing but like if the the justice system held people who commit like actual mm-hmm. crimes accountable properly then we wouldn't the people wouldn't need to band together to to cancel i feel like that's always going to be a group of people that are unsatisfied with something though mm-hmm. like i will admit that the law has is is kind of dragging their feet with catching up with some of the technology with copyright infringement and you know, things of that, revenge porn and things of that nature, like posting stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But there, are, I feel like there's always going to be a group of people that just are the antagonists, like a group of people who are like the Joker that just wake up and want to watch the world burn, and they're never happy. Mm-hmm. They always got something to say about something. Yeah. I even apologized. On the post, I apologized about the Americana, and somebody was like, um, y'all, y'all appreciate uh, good looks on apologizing, but the damage is already done. Think about that person that... No. That uh that that got called out or singled out and all that type of stuff and you're speaking on something that you don't even you know don't, you don't have all the you, facts. you don't have all I didn't yeah. have the effects and neither do, neither do you and you're right now just talking you don't know that we called out the Americana the 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 uh, mm-hmm. manager of Americana called us I told him the situation and what I thought happened he contacted the head of valet nobody was singled out none no of the one. valet drivers was singled out uh they reviewed footage. The, the head of the valet and the president, and then they got back to us, and then the police did their own investigation. So nobody was singled out. So people will see something, and based on minimal facts, the exact same thing I did, make an accusation, and mm-hmm. then run with that. The only difference is you owned I, up to I, I, I owned up to it. Mm-hmm. I apologized on two different platforms. The two platforms, I called them out. I had already deleted the post. So I was owning my character flaw mm-hmm. and, and my, 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 uh, my mishap. But other people sometimes just want to say something. Yeah, definitely. And that's um, kind of what happened with uh, Chrissy Teigen's story. Because she said that based on some doctor tweets or whatever, she you know called this person a racist and had DM'd him some hurtful things. But then if she later realized, like, oh, this was doctored. So she deleted her post and even addressed him in his DM or mm-hmm. whatever. But then fast forward seven years when, you know, because Chrissy Teigen was a bully and she had said <laughs> she had said something about, you know, somebody else and that person called her out um, recently about it. And so then that guy comes back and was like, yeah, she told me that she wants me to die and all this stuff. And they were like, OK, show us like. Mm-hmm. And his he had doctored tweets that they said were photoshopped. So it's like you wanted to insert yourself in this so bad when accountability was all like it was already taken care of. It was yeah. already handled, and yeah. all, you know you just had to move on. But um, also just thinking about the whole the me too me too <laughs> me too movement. Mm-hmm. The um back to the to the pro of cancel culture. The you know. Just it, it helps hold people accountable. Mm-hmm. These there were women who like went to authority mm-hmm. figures, went to the police, all these things, <laughs> told friends and all this, and nothing was happening. It was like a you know kind of a, a well known secret mm-hmm. that Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby were doing the damage that they were doing. Yeah, and um, it wasn't until social media was a thing and more people saw it and was like, yo, this is not okay that these men were held accountable and so much more dirt came up. Yeah. Like there's been 
damn near like 2,000 charges across about 700 people. Like, yeah. it's a lot happening. And I feel so, like that's that's definitely a big thing also in, like, the 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 military. Mm-hmm. Like, we've, we've heard so many stories of mm-hmm. that, too, happening there. So hopefully it gets some light sh- shed on that as well because mm-hmm. you got people who are signing up to protect the country, whether it be, you know, for the bonus or college or whatever, mm-hmm. and they have to still deal with this type of misogyny and just lewd conduct. And it's like, damn, where is a safe space for women to just exist? Right. <laughs> Baltimore? <laughs> She's like, in Baltimore, you it's not safe, but you learn how to defend yourself better. <laughs> you know, the, the, thing, the thing that I find funny about it is like, <clears throat> we find ways to defend ourselves and in us defending ourselves, then we get the label of being angry black women or you're so aggressive and it's mm-hmm. like listen i'm 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 adapting and evolving to whatever situation that i'm in mm-hmm. and so i get told a lot tie you too aggressive and mm-hmm. tie you're intimidating intimidating means fear in <laughs> if you're afraid of me you should be oh sure all right <laughs> um, <laughs> and get your scared yes, ass out I, my I face. face yes so hey y'all hey yeah. hey y'all hey so. uh, I had a man <laughs> i worked with call me brash and this is the same man I hear yelling on the phone to a client of his that he was going to shit in his mouth. Um, so that is, but that's I'm different. brash. Yeah, that's that's different, sir. Do you know the effort it would take to shit in somebody's mouth? You either have to knock them out or drug them, mm-hmm. and then you have to squat down without a squatty potty, and 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 actually shit in their mouth. You wanna? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of effort. So you gonna hover your booty over somebody's mouth? That's yeah, crazy. and then you have to open their mouth and and then partake. Why are we breaking down? It's just it's just it's so it's a ridiculous. lot of work. Some of these threats are so idle and so ridiculous. Like, why would you even want to do that? Like. Cause then you gotta, you know, you gotta walk to the but bathroom with a never, shitty ass and then wipe. He was never reprimanded. Like nobody ever called attention to the fact that he's like screaming on the phone to to a client. You know that these terrible things. Mm-hmm. But yet he had the balls to tell me I was brash, and I'm like, it's probably because he never had a woman come to him with the energy that you come. Let me tell you something. Sometimes family saying we talk, we've had we've mm-hmm. had some strong talks the last couple of days, <laughs> and. And and Farron was like, well, well, tell me what you like and stuff. I'm like, sometimes I just go with what you like because <laughs> I don't want to have to see the attitude change. And then I also don't want to have to have the talks. That was. <laughs> Farron will, t- listen, we we will have a good day. And she's like, well, how'd you like it? I'm like, oh, it's good. It was good. This, 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 and that. It's like, cool. So what did you think about this part? Why, why are you just saying give me a worksheet? <laughs> Why you just say give me a worksheet to do? I mean, look do? legit. Like, you know what? Sit down and write me an essay and tell Listen, me. Listen, <laughs> I just be like, I just go with whatever you like. And and we've, we've had a talk because, uh, Tia, my time, she was like, in the bedroom, I want to be submissive, right? She's mm. like, I am very <laughs> assertive and very <laughs> alpha in every other part of her life. Mm-hmm. But she was like, in the bedroom, I want to be submissive. And I'm like, yes. I get that. But I like, I have you have to understand, like, there are times when you scare me. Like... <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's hard to be submissive around her. I mean, uh, dominant around her when, like, you know, I'm like, hey, nigga, hey, whatever you like, you you want, oh, oh, you want me to hit it from the back? Okay, cool, let's let's go from the back. <laughs> you want but me see, to turn you off? But, but it's so crazy because it's because I'm like that that sometimes I'm like, I just need to be told, shut the fuck up and do what I tell you to do. Like that's and that's the energy I need sometimes. It sounds like you're a switch. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, the, okay. Oh, she calls switch because I'm like, a switch. No, like no. that's a term in that's a term the BDSM world. Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't know nothing about that. Yeah. yeah. I, and, and and another part is like I had this warped perception of what marriage was be is like yo, just keep the wife happy type thing. So it's like I could be brash with other people and talk shit to other people. Like who the fuck you talking to? Like man, woman, whoever fuck. But with her, I want to cater to her. You know what I'm saying? It's my queen. You feel me? So it's hard to tell her. So it's hard to tell her, shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Because I never wanted to be that person. But now that she's giving me the green light to be a little more me, and I've adjusted my mindset of what marriage is, uh, it's, it's, it's a little, I'm, I'm getting more mm-hmm. into 
the habit yeah. of being that person without but drugs. It's, it's been fun though. Like we're still learning each other. Oh hell you yeah! Said without drugs. Without because listen. Without drugs and alcohol. Without when I'm, when I'm on when I'm rolling, dude, and got that liquor up in my system. Mm. It's the aim. Oh fuck. And I'll be right there. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Yo, stay focused. Okay. We just barely made it off the first point. God. I feel like I just watched <laughs> you guys do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Not for free, you didn't. <laughs> you get a preview, oh but you won't get it for free in my butt. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, y'all, hey. Okay. <laughs> what y'all do? Back. Bring it back. Okay. Bring it back. Okay. So, um, a con to cancel culture, call out culture, um, whatever you want to call it, is uh, the amount of online bullying mm -hmm. from people who don't have the full story. Mm -hmm. um, like the just the the violence and the threats. Like people get really serious and really just mean and nasty and show the worst sides of themselves and don't even have all the information. And um, it's it's just so crazy that you just feel like you're entitled to voice all of this when you know, you know you're, you're only hearing this one side. You only got this, these, what, 280 characters in a tweet mm -hmm. and you just taking that shit and running with it. Um, because it, it made me think of an episode of Black Mirror. It's an old episode, so spoiler alert if you ain't seen it. Um, but it's this one episode where somebody every somebody did something messed up, and um, I can't remember all the details. It was a while ago when I watched it, but uh, they started a hashtag death to that person. Mm. And so every time somebody was caught doing something messed up, they would hashtag a death to whoever. And so this computer programming dude um, decided to like turn the tables on people who mm -hmm. are using this hashtag. Mm. And so it started out like the people who were being threatened, like the more tweets, more hashtags that were used towards that person, he would kill them. Mm. And he did it like two or three times, but then turned it around and everybody who had ever used the hashtag, they got targeted, wiped out hundreds of thousands of people. Mm. I've got to see over this. The, like across the world. It was Damn. crazy. And so it just made people look at like, yo, I threatened death on somebody. And yeah, it's just a hashtag. Mm -hmm. But that shit's so, so hurtful. Right. And you know, like it's people behind these these accounts and stuff, and people just feel like, oh, since they're anonymous, they get to say whatever the fuck they want to say. Yeah, they 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 think it's freedom. <laughs> I'd be like, I wish one day I could see you in person. <laughs> You're right. I beat your ass. Right. Like you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like cause people be reckless. Like mm -hmm. and and sometimes like in your comments or other people's comments, like the one you were talking about. I'll be like, mm, let me go ahead and put this computer phone down because I'm going to forget that, you know, <laughs> and I'll be in there like, because what you not going to do? And then I'll be like, I don't even know these people. They are computer strangers. I don't know them. Mm -hmm. And I'll have to leave. But on my post, oh, it goes down on my post. Like, I will block, <laughs> restrict, delete. Like, mm -hmm. I do all yeah. kinds of stuff. And yeah. But it's like, square up, cuz. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, cancel culture is kind of subjective if you think about it. Like, mm -hmm. it's seven and a half billion people on the planet. We're not all on the same accord at all times about any Anything. damn thing. Right. So it's like for a group of people that are like, oh, we're going to cancel this person. There's another group of people that are like, but mm, let's give them another shot. Right. Like, believe it or not, R. Kelly, there is a huge faction of people that are like, we still love, love you. you. Mm -hmm. And I'm mm -hmm. like, hey, man, would you leave your kid around him? Right, <laughs> and they'll be like, "Yes," and I'll be like, "All right, well, uh, you're a different type of person, you know, cool." You're a different type of person. So, I would not. and I don't, and I, and like, anytime the the topic of cancel culture comes up, I always try to think of who has actually ever been canceled, like who. Like, there's not one person that has been canceled. Like, I know there's been times where they say, oh, such and such is canceled. And I was like, didn't we cancel them six months ago? Or then they want you to cancel yeah. somebody. I'm like, I can't cancel this person because I never subscribed to them in the first place. Right. So I don't even think cancel culture is real. Like, <laughs> I've been canceled a couple times by stuff. And I'd be like, boy, fuck you. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you be back. Like, how you cancel me, but you stay looking. You know, I can see you in my scenes on my stories. Like, I'm not canceled. You still looking with your looking ass. <laughs> So looking at, my thing with cancel culture is like, 
in situations where I know I may be facing court of public opinion, sometimes it's easier just not to even address certain things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you can address it with proof, you can address it with facts, but once people have already subscribed to a certain narrative, they're mm-hmm. going to stick with that. Yep. And it's and almost like a president or somebody running for presidency, they're not going to spend a lot of time and effort in states that they know they like. Like Trump ain't going to come to California mm-hmm. like that because he, he knows it's a liberal state, but he's going he gonna to go to Arkansas, you know, he's going to go to Alabama and places like that where he knows that his following is already there and he might hit up some swing states because people are going to subscribe to what they want to subscribe to and mm-hmm. they're going to believe what they want to believe. They're going to so put out what they want to put out. It's so much easier for people to believe negative things Mm -hmm. over positive things so i mean that's why when someone wholeheartedly apologizes like uh, it drives me crazy when like super old um things that people have said come out because i'm like they have grown and they don't even walk that way anymore Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's like stop bringing up shit that happened that they did 15 years ago 15 years ago like i was a bigger asshole than i am today so and uh, but I don't, I don't walk in that in that same you, lane you, anymore. You reserve the right to to grow and evolve from whatever space because I'm not the same person I was right. 15 minutes ago. <laughs> let alone, and I know. Listen, <laughs> I'm gonna put it out there right now. I'm gonna be a huge star of every <laughs> proportion. Yes, yes. And, claim um, it. Walk in it. They are going to pull up some stuff that I've said, and I'm gonna be like, eh, yeah, <laughs> I said that. <laughs> right. I did. But that was my ratchet ball head whole phase. <laughs> I'm different now, so I'm not going to be apologizing for, you know, stuff that I've moved on from. And Mm -hmm. forgiveness is is only hard for us. Like, forgiving other people, that's the easy thing, but you have to forgive yourself. So if I've absolved myself Mm -hmm. of whatever I've said and done, you can go to hell. Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. Now, things said is one thing, but... Committing crimes, nigga. If yeah. you are still on the Statue of Limitations, your ass going to jail. Right. I mean, well, it got expunged, so I'm good. <laughs> like, like, you run my stuff now. Ain't nothing coming up. It's all like, gone. She's like, half my file is redacted now. It is uh, <laughs> you going to jail now. You're welcome. <laughs> but I don't know, because I feel like um, bouncing back, because I brought up, uh, we talked about a little bit about domestic violence, and I brought up Chris Brown, how he's back in the news mm-hmm. about something. And, um, like, at first it was like, okay, it seemed plausible that it was a heat of the moment, I fucked up, I'm sorry situation. Mm -hmm. But then the more things rolled out, it was like, oh, no, this is how you move. Mm -hmm. And it was, but it didn't seem like he got the level, just like R. Kelly, they didn't get the the level of cancellation that Mm -hmm. their actions, in my opinion, called for. Mm -hmm. So it's like I'm not about to to buy, which at this point, who's really buying My anybody's albums, yeah. music? But you know, I'm not trying to go to concerts and and have grab merch or whatever of these artists because you're not about to have you know use my money mm-hmm. to go slap somebody up. So or rape a kid. So mm-hmm. um, it's just like how we're just so all over the place uh, yeah. about it. And uh, it just makes people move in fear on where their stance should be because it's so mixed up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've, I've moved from the space of fear of saying things, and it's just about whatever I'm comfortable with. Like, I remember I was doing an interview a couple weeks ago, and somebody asked me about the whole Gary Owens and his wife split situation and I was like they were like what do you think about that I was like I don't think anything about that I think a man and woman are you know going through some things and it's playing out publicly and quite personally if it were me I would prefer people not you know Mm -hmm. insert themselves in my business Mm -hmm. that was me basically saying with a bunch of words I'm minding my My damn damn business the person said What she really means to say is is that one day she may want to open up for Gary Owen and that's why she no I'm I ain't got nothing to I'm, do with I'm minding my, my business. Right. Man, listen, people be want you to be in some shit so bad. Like, why do you need me to say anything about this now? If I'm on the phone with my good, good girlfriend, I'm be like, girl, let me tell you this tea or this. Right. But publicly, I operate under a system of strength. So, like, people, and don't ask me a closed question. Like, Ty, do you think such and such? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no elaboration. I answered, I answered your question. No elaboration. Right. Yes. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? So it's like, and, and that's another thing that people are missing, like media training. Like I've seen people do interviews and they don't know how to speak or when not to speak. Like there's certain subjects I will absolutely not talk about. Mm-hmm. So 
you can go to hell. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So pros to to cancel culture. Uh, I feel like this kind of is repetitive, but let's get into it anyway. It gives a voice to disenfranchised or less powerful people. Because mm. those that, you know, don't feel, I mean, more specifically women, minorities, mm-hmm. the gay community, like just this. The strength in numbers, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. so it's like a whole, um, I'm not a, alone in this. Like mm-hmm. this is a, a an assault to the collective. And before, you know, our feelings didn't matter because you didn't see us in a in a big enough way. Mm-hmm. And having, you know, social media and just the people feeling more of a part of a group lets them be seen in a bigger way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. So <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> uh excuse me. So uh we touched on this one just a little bit already. The car it's as a con it's not productive and does not bring about social change like mm-hmm. this just you know it's some people mm-hmm. who just go dark for a little bit then they pop back up and they're, it's all good mm-hmm. and as examples the um britannica little debate piece i i read brought up um louis ck mm. and you know it's like he took about a 10 month vacation before selling out like a dozen shows, mm-hmm. you know, like he was, he just had to go quiet and then come back up and everything was all good. And even with, um, uh, both R Kelly and Michael Jackson, like there were increases in their mm-hmm. music, uh, streaming and, and everything. And what Kevin Hart did before the Oscars, like he, you know, didn't, he didn't, do it he pulled pulled himself away from it or was asked to back away from it but there was no decline in his sales or his audience or mm-hmm. listenership or anything so it's like it just it just like raises people's hackles for nothing because in a lot of cases like nothing ever comes of it you mm. know yep i mean it, it does bring awareness to it and you know, the masses is always going to do what they want, but, the, you know, free thinkers are going to be like, I don't want to subscribe to that anymore. I'm mm-hmm. not going to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I know when I had already stopped listening to R. Kelly as much, mm-hmm. but, like, when everything, like, hit the fan, like, I just deleted all the playlists mm-hmm. and all of that because it's like I don't even want to support it in even the my, the, the, my, the most minute way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, because, I like, I still don't rock with Kanye. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm very adamant yeah, about it. Are. Like I just, I don't. I don't listen to the really the. I don't really listen to the old Kanye. I've never bought a pair of Yeezys. Um, I just don't, I, bro. You can't like. So many people are impressionable. When you start talking like that, you start to change the minds of people, and not even with good rhetoric. You just out here just saying whatever, and it's just like, I can't support that. I can't get behind that. So I'm mm-hmm, still, I'm mm-hmm. still good on him. Yep, yep, yep. I feel you. Um. So the uh, another pro, this the last one, says that cancel culture is simply a new form of boycotting. Uh, a ch- it's a cherished tactic in the civil rights movement to bring about social change. So mm-hmm. in some ways it helps, and in some ways it doesn't. It just it, it we just I just feel like people just need to be more responsible and just be more like mindful. And mm-hmm. if you gonna hate somebody, then get all the information. But whatever. So uh, just a, another form of, of boycotting. Um, and can it can have a super impactful impact on brands' awareness of their, their um, what are they, consumers mm-hmm. and, and everything. Just like the NFL realized they fucked up with Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. And so now they're like, it's okay for everyone to take a knee whenever they want to and just want to do all this, but you still, like, you tried to ruin this man's, oh, yeah. like, life. Absolutely. You know? Black and, model, for sure. Right. Like, he, <laughs> nobody um, wanted him after that. So, and I'm sure some people came knocking later, and he's like, oh, no, fuck you, because you all turned your back on me. Yeah. yeah. So... And I didn't realize that, uh, which, you know, so so many things are happening at the same time, but that Dolce and Gabbana had gotten in trouble with the um, Chinese community mm-hmm. and uh, were, you know, called out for some prejudice and, and racist comments and everything. And because, 
the the communities, you know, somebody brought attention to it and the community banded together mm-hmm. to boycott them. They ended up losing like $2 million in just a few days yeah. because of it. So, you know, it's when it's done, these people when have, it's informed and done well, it is effective. These uh, athletes, these celebrities, they have so much power they don't mm-hmm. even realize. Like, Cam, you heard about the story about that soccer player who was at a, he was at a press conference and he just... He just moved the Coke can, and he was like, agua. And Coke lost, what was it, like $4 billion or something like $4 million? Just off that guy doing that. Really? Yes. <laughs> Wait, so he wanted water in he was just Coke? Like, he was just like, mm, no Coke, nigga. <laughs> agua. Aww. Yeah, and Coke was like, nigga! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Aww. if it was like $4 billion or $4 million. Yeah, four million dollars, like Shit. from him just doing that, like. Oh, Aww. But I mean, that's I'm just saying, like that's the influence. So people just be yeah. already talking. Yeah. And I get it, man. It's 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 a it's a. But I just feel like it causes so much fear in, amongst the celebrities and stuff because it's like people are now treating um, celebrities like they're perfect. Oh, don't don't have an opinion on political yes. things. You stay quiet. If you're an actor, you stick to acting. But it's like I'm a person in this world yes. and so I should be able to voice my opinion. <clears throat> and because no one's alone in their story, I'm okay, I should be okay to voice it's, it. And if you tough. agree, agree, but don't just cancel me because you disagree. Like it's okay for us like what was that pastor's name? The church we went to when we first moved here. Um, I he just spoke on the fact that Bishop um, uh, Omar, yeah, from East St. Louis, yeah, Bishop Omar. So yeah, he just spoke on the fact that like you will never fully align with anybody. Mm-hmm. You won't fully align with your um, with your pastor's beliefs. You won't fully align with the president's beliefs. You won't fully align with your boss's beliefs. Like you will never fully align on all fronts. Mm -hmm. So like you have to go with who better represents you. Like, so it's okay to, to not be in agreement on certain points. Yeah. Like, so, but people just take it to a whole, whole nother of the level. Whole nother other level. Another other level. She said what she said. (laughs) No, I know. I'm repeating what she said. (laughs) said I just want people to know that I heard it. (laughs) Oh, child. Oh, wait a minute. He is sitting here being his worst self. Pinky is okay. Pinky, okay. Pinky. Oh my god. I could just. I mean, freedom of speech ain't free. That's Mm. what people got to understand. Like, (laughs) you can say what you want, but just be prepared for the consequences. So, (laughs) it just makes it. It does make it kind of not fun to do interviews to speak about mm-hmm. anything because any little thing people are looking for a reason to screenshot it save it mm-hmm. five years from now bring it out and all that type of shit and just be like bruh die nigga yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and uh, um, the, I was reading it pointed out that there's like you know we, we're constantly saying that the black community is constantly saying you know we need like true white allies you know to to band with us and everything and it's like but they're because of the whole cancel culture and everything they're in fear of of saying something and ruining their own lives Mm -hmm. and it's like i totally understand that because it's a you know it's a lot of things a, a lot of things in the black community we don't speak up on or don't say certain things about because it would ruin us, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just, you have to, it, I just feel like it's more of a hindrance than a, than a help. But, you know, yeah. that's, let's agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. <laughs> um, so this is where I want to, uh, just wrapping up, I just In have summation. a few questions. <laughs> it is conclusive that. <laughs> I hate you both. Um <laughs> Yes, but just wrapping up, I just have uh, some questions because the both sides make such wonderful points. And so it's just I want to know what the more to the story people feel. Like, are we okay with forgiving those with, like, reasonable past transgressions? Why or why not? Like, don't just tell me no like Ty would do. Tell me. No. <laughs> just no. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
the uh, are we willing to move on after apologies like are we accepting of apologies i feel like some people's apologies were like oh yeah and other mm -hmm. people were like man fuck you and Boy, it's fuck like you. why why do we why you go to hell bitch <laughs> right mm -hmm. take your apology but um yeah so and what's what's an alternative to this this cancel culture what are some some other ways like what level of justice are we okay with um you know, before we allow people back into our circle or just in, in our circle of support, mm -hmm. you know, so people ain't gonna agree on the answer to that. I know, but I just yeah, want to know. Like... I just want to hear. <laughs> I just want to hear hear the things. So either in the comments or even email us at more um, to the story podcast at gmail dot com because mm -hmm. I want to know what you're thinking. I want to know what the papers is thinking. Um, yes, thank you, you guys. This was a great conversation. Yeah. Um, Ty, hmm. what you got coming up? Tell the people where to find you. <laughs> you told us who you are. Now tell mm. us. Well, because um, I know it's a delay in taping and stuff. So listen, just go to the computer phone <laughs> and type in <laughs> Comedian Ty Davis. And that's my Instagram. And my link tree will put you into all of the other places uh, tonight, which is it's probably going to be after this. But tonight uh, I'm at the Laugh Factory doing chocolate sundays i feel um, like this one will air on july 6th okay well i will have already <laughs> destroyed that and the video will actually be going viral um, <laughs> by the time this comes out um, <laughs> um let me see july you know i got some stuff uh you know some tour dates some some people are lovely you know lovely enough to let me tag on so just go to the instagram and i put all my business about what shows and what things i'm doing so please but i don't put my other business on there like <laughs> y'all don't know that <laughs> <laughs> did you already show your ig comedian ty davis comedian ty, ty davis. davis and that's ty davis and i spell comedian like the boy way because most people think i'm a boy anyway <laughs> Nobody well, thinks you're no, a boy. No, you'd be surprised. Like if they've never seen me before, and I show up to a show, and they're like, "You're Ty Davis," and I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "Oh, I thought you were a boy." <laughs> Surprise, titties. Titties. <laughs> <So>. uh, <laughs> yeah. Poor. And then you know the voice is deep and <laughs> yeah. you know so it's so all deep so, and, and it's a sultry yeah, voice. Yeah. I was gonna say sultry first. Well, well I beat you to it. <laughs> I can't have nothing, man. Never forget your but, impersonation of my voice to hear. Oh, <laughs> I laugh about that frequently. You tried to impersonate Tyler. Please, it's coming, can you please it's, do it's it? It's coming out on the app. I don't want to ruin it. Okay. For people oh, okay. Jesus. I'll show you okay. All, screen. All right. All but right. yes, <laughs> thank you, you guys. All right. We'll talk to y'all later. See you Peace next out. week on another episode of More to the Story. Peace. <laughs>